Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Have you ever thought of achieving financial freedom as a corporate professional or do you think it's only for entrepreneurs? Hi, this is Hina Siddiqui. You are listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. We all know that almost everyone goes to work for money. Money is the reason that most corporate professionals are stuck in their dead-end jobs and hold themselves back from experimenting with their preferred career choices. What if you can do the work of your choice only because you love to do that and not for financial reasons? In this episode, I have with me Chris Wilson, who is going to teach us some amazing ways to achieve financial freedom. Chris is currently working for the Los Angeles County Business Federation as a policy manager. Prior to this, Chris has dedicated 12 amazing years working for the California State Legislature under three governors, four speakers, and three assembly members. Chris is also a YouTuber creating videos and tutorials on how to create and build generational wealth and that's pretty interesting. I'm so eager to welcome Chris on the show and start chatting with him. Hi Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks Hina, I really appreciate you uh, having me on. Thank you so much. So great to have you. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing perfect. Thank you so much for asking. Good. Chris, you teach how to create generational wealth. Why are you so passionate about this topic and what is your why behind this? I am very passionate about creating generational wealth because I never had this opportunity growing up. Mm-hmm. I feel like in my opinion, um we're often in taught in schools to just go through the process. We're taught to complete our education, we're taught to uh go to college we're taught to you know get married and stay at your job for a long time until you retire at 65 or whatever the age is yeah. but in between in between that we're not taught how to make money on our own to yeah. build generational wealth we're not taught that in school we're taught a process and uh me spending 12 years working in the state government Mm-hmm. I really observed how our school system is working. I'm not saying that it's broken, I'm not saying that it's a wrong thing. Yeah. All I'm saying is that this is 2022 and I think if if anything that we learned during the pandemic, we learned to really be more self-sufficient and reliable on ourselves. Yeah. And a part of that is not having to rely on the the typical 9 to 5 uh work hour to really create this generational income so that we don't have to be dependent on you know stimulus checks or dependent on uh the government to subsidize our mm-hmm. our life or our food or rent or etc to really be independent that's what's lacking in my opinion in in our schools mm-hmm. and that's why i just feel so strongly about this yeah that's that's a valid reason and i think most of us we never had this opportunity to get the generational wealth mostly people are dependent on their just one source of income and they think that they have to be doing it for the rest of their life but then now the times have changed and they have to think about it differently yes again i'm not knocking the 9 to 5 i've worked since i was 16 years old 
yeah. making six ninety nine an hour and then working up, you know, flagpole, so to say, to get to where I'm at today. I'm very blessed. I'm very humble to be where I'm at. Yeah. And but there's also a environment that I'm seeing that is growing that yeah. a lot of, you know, you, you could say entrepreneurs, small business people, or either just innovators are wanting to seek a second, third, fourth, or fifth revenue stream yeah. so that they don't have to be reliable on, on certain status quo sources of income if that goes away. If, if anything what we're seeing in this economy, you know, with high inflation, with the war in Ukraine, there's so many things that are against the, the uh, typical Joe or Mary that there has to be another way that we can self-sustain ourselves. Yeah. And that's why I I really dove into the stock market, to cryptocurrency mm-hmm. as ways to really build that generational wealth for me, but also share it with others too. It's not a matter of just keeping everything in one bubble, but it's also sharing, what, sharing the knowledge because right. there was a time where I didn't know anything. We only know what we know. And so being able to share with others on my knowledge and my experience hopefully could lift people up. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, Chris, you say that as we climb, we lift. Could you please talk a bit about that? Yeah, that just goes back to my my uh, last sentence that I often visualize a lot of people wanting to keep things to themselves. There's all these best kept secrets, but I think what is lacking oftentimes is the willingness to share that information, Yeah, uh, to share it to a point where you're part of a community of okay. like-minded individuals. So I created my YouTube channel. I go on live every so often. I'm a part of a financial community because I, I want to be able to gain as much knowledge as possible so that I can share it with the next generation, with the next innovators and say, hey, you know, th- this is what I went through. Mm. Um, not saying it's a bad thing, but this is how I was able to bring myself out of a of a poverty mindset into a millionaire mindset. And now I'm thinking this way. And so if I may not be able to change that in, that individual's way of thinking, but at the very least, I could at least tease him or her to a point where they want to learn more about, okay, well, how does the stock market work? How do I read charts? How do I how do I learn more about cryptocurrency? How do I how do I do this? How do I do that? That's my goal is just just to be able to allow for other people as I you know develop myself, my my personal self, I want to be able to lift other people up with me in the process so we could all win together. Yeah, and that's how you got your calling. Yes, yeah. I did. And and I would say that was about 20, 2019, where I was kind of at the end of my tenure with the California legislature. And, uh, you know, in, in those 12 years, I just really just I I saw a pattern. I, I, I just looked back and said, you know, I'm sure there's a way to be able to look at money differently, to look at not as a type of currency, but as an investment. How do I actually create assets for myself because now you know the last 12 years i'm part of this big employer that all of our all of their uh employees that they have throughout the state of california are assets Mm -hmm. how do i create my own type of asset where i'm not having to be you know rely on a uh a a paper check so that i can be able to 
build generational wealth for my children and for, you know, to create my legacy, but also at the same time, allow for other people to learn about my, my story. And so the last three years, three or four years have been just that, just to be able to continue to learn, educate myself, step outside my comfort zone and really be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. Nice. That's, that's awesome. For long years, I believed that being money-minded was a bad thing, so I kept on avoiding money. In every job interview, I hesitated to negotiate salary and turned down every opportunity to make money. Even my coaching business functioned as a free service for a long time because the reason I got into coaching was to serve people. Then I started realizing the side effects of my wrong money mindset. Thanks to my coaches and mentors who set me up for money inflow while serving the world. Whatever career you are into, if your money mindset is distorted, you are going to struggle in your career. And the amazing fact is that you would not even realize that you are sabotaging your full potential. Because all this happens at the sub and unconscious level. Your money stories are deep rooted, particularly if you have seen a money deprived childhood. The solution is to identify your patterns and let them go as fast as you can because it's costing you your career. That's why the money mindset is a big part of all my coaching programs. Send me a quick mail to connect at authorhina.com to know more about my programs. Chris, I think that most of the corporate professionals live paycheck to paycheck and they never get to come out of their career rut. And I have been one of those. I have stayed in my corporate jobs that I hated at times, but then I had to be there because that was my only source of income. Sure. Yeah. So how can corporate professionals achieve financial freedom in easy ways? So I think that there's three, and they may not be easy ways, but there's three ways that mm-hmm. I think anybody with little to no financial resources could just hop in and just step into that world. Number yeah. one is to learn and educate yourself. That is really key. There, right. There's so, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. I don't give financial advice. My YouTube videos are just for entertainment purposes only. And yeah. just to be able to share with what I'm doing to mm-hmm. be able to create uh, wealth for myself, but be willing to learn and educate yourself, research, uh, understand why the why this is happening? Uh, there are so many people out there, and you know YouTube and influencers, innovators, and you know you have corporate hedge fund managers and so on and so forth. Try to you know learn and, and understand why why they do what they do. What are their habits? Okay, they wake up at six thirty in the morning, yeah. you know, or six o'clock in the morning before the stock market opens. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are their uh, early morning habits. They brush their teeth. They they you know, or they make their bed. Maybe they don't check social media first. And then when they wake up, they do maybe a ten minute meditation. That's what I do. It's certain uh, ways of placing your um, poverty mindset into a millionaire's mindset, and those are the types of things that people do. You yeah. know, and, and so just be willing to learn and educate yourself is number one. Number two is join a community. There are a lot of people out there that think the same way that you do. You know, you may not think that you may think, well, I'm the only one that thinks this way. No, there's probably, if you think that way, there's probably 10 other people or 20 other people that may think the same way. Uh, I'm part of a online community that 
you know, is not made up of financial advisors, but they're just made up of other people that think like me that want the same, want to achieve the same goal that I want to achieve. And so I am a part of that community so that I can learn from people, but also I can allow for myself to be a, uh, a quasi-moto teacher at the same time. So that's number two, and, and really just putting yourself out there. Number three is kind of goes hand in hand with number two is be willing to step into a environment that you're not knowledgeable of, Yeah, you know, be able to just step outside that comfort zone, uh, allow for yourself to just think differently. You know, uh, when we go to the carnival, this is one of the examples I use when, when we, when we go, go to a carnival, we see the gymnastic person uh, do uh, tricks, whether it's on the trampoline or whether it's backflips or whatever, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're doing it on like a, a big, a big beam, right? Yeah. And they're very, very high in the sky. So, but if they, if they fall, what's attached to them is a, a net. So if they fall, something always catches them. It's the same thing in life. Yeah. Oftentimes where we have this safety net, we feel so comfortable that if we fall off that beam, something or someone is going to catch us, remove that harness and let's see how you could be able to do those same tricks. Let's mm-hmm. see how that, you know, you could be able to go through life thinking that way. It's a little bit different. So having, being able to take risks yeah. uh, is, you know, very, very important. Um, not only in the way of uh, building generational wealth, but also in life itself. Those are my three inexpensive ways to really just get involved and just hop in today. And I also see that people are in that survival mode where they are not ready to go. Yes. As you just said that they are not willing to get, get out of their comfort zone. And most of the people have negative emotions and beliefs about money. And we have learned it while we were growing up from our environment. And no surprise, they struggle in their financial life. Yes, exactly. And that's, and you know, everyone has a story. Everybody has their their way of doing things, you yeah. know. I grew up as an only child and my only validator was my mother because, you know, my dad was in and out of the picture. And mm-hmm. so whatever she said was golden. You know, if, 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 uh, if I asked, oh, mom, well, why is the sky blue? You know, her response would be, well, it's just, it's just is. And I wouldn't question that. So mm-hmm. I went through life not questioning the status quo. Well, you know, why is this? Up until probably I would say, Three or three or four years ago, and then I said, you know, well, why is this this? You know, mm-hmm. why why is this this way? Yeah. And so that's how I started to just place my mind in a different mindset where I started questioning things, and I said, well, if this person could do it, or this if this situation could happen, then why can't I create this situation or this opportunity for myself? It's a way of thinking that we have to remove ourselves from that status quo. Uh, into a different mindset where we start questioning the things that uh, we were brought up on or questioning life on a different level. And that's how we start to become more of a developed person. Right. Mindset is the fundamental thing. And I think that everybody needs to question their mindset and then try to feel a little different because we always have some scope of improvement, whatever, and wherever we reach in our lives in financial capacity too. Yes, yeah, very much so. I I I read a statistic a uh, couple couple of weeks ago that mm-hmm. on average our mind has seventy thoughts a day. Yeah, just 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 thoughts. The majority of them are negative. 
yeah. <clears throat> if we position ourselves to have more of a positive mindset, yeah. you know, you know, some examples could include, I have to go to work. Mm. I have to pick up my kids. I have to mow the lawn, you know, just switch a couple words in that sentence. I get to go to, you know, I yeah. get to go to work. I get to pick up my kids. I get to mow the lawn. So yeah. just changing, changing one or two words just in, in those thoughts can make a huge difference and really could allow for you to achieve goals on a daily, weekly, monthly, or annual basis. But it's right. right. It really starts in just changing the way that we think and we approach life. Right. The way we talk to ourselves, that has to be for sure. Yep. Uh, Chris, what's your book about? And uh, would you like to talk a bit about that? Yeah. So uh, in 2020, I uh, helped co-author a book called Business, life, and the universe, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's on Amazon right now. It's uh, if you're interested, it's volume three, and the title okay. again is business, life, and the universe. And I wrote a chapter called uh, authenticity. Okay. One of my uh, struggles growing up was I didn't know who I was, and I think a lot of people kind of fall into that same category. Growing up, I was so. Um, dazzled by the shiny things by the things that i wanted or the people that i wanted to be but i just felt in my inner self that i just i couldn't be that person for you know for another reasons i i lacked confidence i didn't see myself at at that elevation you know i haven't got to a point where you know i wanted to be somebody who i wasn't one of my um and you know i, I still love this artist today is Craig David. And Craig David was a British um, R&B singer. And he had the, he had facial, facial features. Like he had um, a, a, a goatee and sideburns that were just very, very slim and, 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 and very, very fine. And, and so growing up in, in a sophomore year of high school, I wanted to be that person so bad because I saw that, you know, Craig David was making music, he was getting girls, he was having that that stardom. And so one day, uh, one of my best friends told me that I kind of resembled Craig David. And me not having any, you know, any self-esteem or confidence, I took that really to heart. And so I went home that night, I searched for, for my mom's mascara, and I actually drew sideburns on my face to make it resemble Craig David, a, oh. a goatee, a mustache and everything. And so I went to school the next day mm-hmm. and I walked past a lot of people and I, I did get some people noticing me and, and girls noticing me and, and some of my guy friends saying, Hey, you know, I, I see that you have a little more confidence or a little more pep in your step. But, you know, and I did that for about couple of weeks or so. And I made it very, 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 very real in terms mm-hmm. of like the actual mascara. But I went home one, one night and I just, because the process was wiping it off and putting it back on, wipe it off, and put it back on. But I went home one night and I, I looked at the mirror and I said, you know, I'm, I'm fooling everybody, but I can't fool myself. Right. And that was probably the biggest uh, turnaround in my young life was to just be okay with being myself. Understand that God created us in his own image and he's all given us a responsibility to live life the way that he wants us to live yeah. our our life and not being able to fool 
either him or ourselves, somebody we want to be, but we know we're not. Why, why can't we just be ourselves? Why can't we just be okay with just loving ourselves? And that was probably one of my biggest turning points to build a road. And mm-hmm. it was a long, long road. It was full of peaks and valleys and, pull, and, and full of hurdles and barricades. And just learning more and more about myself. And I think that's, that's what's very important to really build yourself and create yourself into, into whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, whether it's financial freedom, whether it's having a family, whatever, everything takes hard work. There's no easy way to get there. And you're going to go through some bumps and bruises. You know, you're going to go through a a lot of heartaches, but uh, just being true to yourself and not feeling that you have to put makeup on yourself because it makes, it makes other people resemble you in a different light. That's being dishonest to yourself. I wrote this chapter based off of that, um, just being true to true to who you are and loving yourself unconditionally. Mm, yeah, authenticity is the is the most important thing. And once we find that authenticity in ourselves, then then a whole chapter in our life begins, right? Yes. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Chris, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure. So uh, I'm on several platforms, but I'm on Facebook. Mm-hmm. at uh christopher wilson i'm on uh instagram at uh mr underscore wilson 562 same thing on twitter you could find uh me on youtube at, at chris wilson there's probably several chris wilson so um i would just suggest probably going to one of my unique uh either instagram or facebook accounts to find that youtube but i'm on youtube instagram also on tiktok too and, you know, I, I'm a part of all these platforms because I want to be able to get the word out that it's okay if you're not okay. So let's 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 all win together. Let's all climb together, but also lift people up. And, you know, and again, it doesn't have to be financial freedom. It doesn't have to be building generational wealth. Yes. That's, that, that's just kind of what I'm doing right now because there, there's a goal that I want to achieve. But whatever you want to achieve, let's win together. Let's let let's collaborate and partner together because the stronger that we are, the more of, of a stronger outcome that, that we will have. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm going to uh, include your contact information uh, in the show notes section so that people can find you there and get in touch with you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Chris, let me tell you that you are doing amazing work because financial freedom is something that the world needs so much now, much more than ever. Thank you very much for being with us today and sharing fabulous insights into this topic. Thank you, Hina. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. I'm sure that you have now already started thinking about achieving financial freedom to enjoy life and get to a phase in your life where you work because you love to and not because you have to. Now connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know how you enjoyed this episode and what you learned from this conversation with my amazing guest, Chris Wilson. That's it for this week. I'll see you next week with a super interesting episode. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website, authorhina.com for career changing tools and resources. Don't forget to check out my latest book, Secrets of the Six-Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.